The Eagles and the Coyotes have won yet another game. A 1-0 shutout victory over the Winnipeg Jets. We will go ahead and give all the thanks mainly to one man, Karel Vemoka. We'll talk about that as well as a bunch of other stuff of what we saw from the Arizona Coyotes win on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlik right beside me. On this uh, post-game show, Arizona Coyotes defeat the Winnipeg Jets 1-0, the final score. Before we get any further, I want to let you guys know that today's episode brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner. Finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends, family, and unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Okay, so... Let's let's get let's get into things, Carl. A one nothing win over the Winnipeg Jets. Um, but let's let's this go straight into the most impressive bit of this. A forty six save shutout for Karel Vemelka. Yep, uh, it was quite phenomenal. At one point, I was able to post the Coyotes are being outshot fourteen to forty one, uh, which is just insane. I love those kind of you know numbers like that though uh and i legit thought i'm like i'm probably gonna be able to post they're getting out shot 15 to 51 because it seemed like it was gonna go that far it did not thankfully enough but still quite an impressive effort by the melka every time i I was watching the game like you know i was doing other things i was listening to the radio for the first period because i had other things to do and I just kept hearing Karelve Melka's name, and I was like, "This is gonna be one of those night, huh? And it's gonna be a tough one." Um, and I, and because of that, I was like, "Yeah, they're probably gonna lose today." Yeah. But because of how well he did, they came out on top. Yeah, it it was um, not necessarily a game I thought the Coyotes deserved to win. Like outside of Melka, it was a it was a pretty poor performance. Uh, at one point, I just remember watching and be like, "Are they?" ever gonna get it past center ice because they can't clear the puck worth a damn uh but you know sometimes a goaltender is able to just come in and throw the team on his back and carry him and that's what Vimaka did tonight absolutely for those who want to know about that that shutout is the um the most ever by a rookie in franchise history for for a shutout and also the most by a um, but by a goaltender in their first ever NHL shutout. Ah, that that is impressive. Uh, neither of those really surprised me. It's just an insane amount of shots to have faced, and they weren't all easy shots. So that the Coyotes did a, a decent job at like limiting the quality, but he had to make quite a few wraparound saves. He had to make quite a few like major up close and personal saves. It was not an easy night for him. Like I want to know, know that there's, um, I'm looking at the stats here um, because Coyotes PR likes to post, you know, you know, some of the, some of the interesting facts you guys want to know. And that's one of the things where I got this, but obviously um, that record is a tied record. 
it has one other goaltender has done that. The last time that happened was December thirteenth, nineteen seventy two. Dan Bouchard of the Atlanta Flames did it Dang. over the Detroit Red Wings. Oh wow! <laughs> the Atlanta Flames—that is—that's talking history. Yeah. Let's say the most recent Atlanta relocated team. Wow, that is just insane. It, it truly was an impressive performance, um, and uh, he definitely like is going to earn all the the reputation that something like this is going to give him. Uh, I think you and I, when we were talking about it this morning, we both said that they should start Wedgwood uh, because he's going to give him the best chance to win, but. But no, Vimelka was was keyed in. He was playing this like crazy. It was I, great to I, see. And I think that main concern is because Vimelka wasn't playing what he did like at the beginning of this month towards the yeah. middle. And so it was like, eh, maybe we'll just give it to Wedgwood because he's been playing better. He's been playing consistently more better. This is this like when we were talking about how much we loved how Vimelka's been playing in you know earlier this season. This is seeing that. And then some. So <laughs> yeah. maybe sitting was the best thing for him at first. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good thing that he, he's been sat for a little bit. I think that giving him time to like adjust, work with the coaching staff is really good. Um, he is a like still a young goaltender. This is his first year in North America playing in the NHL, which is just an extremely like high quality of competition. So there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, sit for a bit and, and start someone else. But it's, it's great that like he can come back after something like that and like have a much better game than we've seen. Like there was no, no softies in this one. Like, and that's not to say that Winnipeg didn't have chances. Uh, I actually thought the Winnipeg Jets uh, passed up on quite a few really good chances in any other situation. Probably should have won this game. Oh yeah, I mean, let's also look at this too. So obviously, you you know you saw forty six shots. Um, I look at some of these other numbers. I look at natural stat trick to see what some of the ones scoring chances. You know how many scoring chances the Winnipeg Jets had? Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one uh, scoring chances, as opposed to the Coyotes' twelve. That does not surprise me at all. In fact, twelve for the Coyotes. Let's be honest. Seems a little bit high. Yeah, seven um, Coyotes high danger Corsi. So that means like the, you know where it's you know right there in the crease. But yeah, Corsi total seventy four to thirty two. Yeah, um, they they mentioned that one during the broadcast, and I'm like, that is just insane, and completely matches up with what I've been watching in this game. Because, like I said, the Coyotes were having problems getting it past the the center ice. So, like, if you can't get that far, like, you're not going to be getting any kind of quality offensive chances. Absolutely. Like, this game easily could have been, if it weren't for the wave at this, that uh, um, Karobe Melka played, this easily game probably could have been, like, what, a 4-1 to one game? Like, yeah. It, it easily could have been. Uh, I think that... Like, he just had to come in big, like, period after period. And, like, we could probably talk about that third period alone and all of the penalties the Coyotes took during it because that was just insane. Like, 
I, I think the Coyotes are a team that like will come out big in a third period, especially if they're down a goal or two. Like we've seen that over and over again. This is probably the worst third period I've seen them have, and it didn't help that they took, uh, let's see, four penalties, one of which a double minor, with just over five minutes remaining. Truly, a brutal period of hockey to watch. They yeah, they definitely got. Um bailed out several times by the goaltender um i mean i'll I'll give some credit to some 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 of the defense because they obviously i mean I'll, well, let's put it to 46 shots that's not a lot of defense but yeah um you know they they limited the quality chances let's put it that way because the, the, there were a lot of yes where there were a lot of shots were they all good shots no yeah and, and i felt like the the jets we're taking less like second opportunities. There weren't the rebounds, which we saw a lot in the Dallas game where it wasn't that first shot that did it. It was like the second or third or sometimes fourth chance. So they definitely did fairly well at, at minimizing those efforts, um, which is good. Like, so, you know, it's a team sport. It definitely required more than Vemelko to win this one. But, but yeah, he definitely stood uh, tall amongst everyone. Absolutely. We still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Uh, we're going to talk more about what impressed us or didn't impress us in this uh, 1-0 shutout victory over the uh, Winnipeg Jets, as well as getting ready to take a look forward. Because coming up tomorrow or today, based off if you're listening um, in the podcast form in the next morning, um, Minnesota Wild going down south to towards the uh, from Winnipeg down to uh, to Minneapolis-St. Paul. We're going to talk about that as well later in the show, but first, a quick word from Carl. So I've been on Twitter a lot lately, and I've been seeing people talk about what kind of food is appropriate for holidays. Uh, for me personally, Christmas is coming up. Big thing that we always had was steaks. And uh, one of the last years I was in high school, remember we had some really good Omaha steaks. It's a very fun Christmas memory for me because... We weren't having a lot of steaks right around that time, so it was nice to have something good. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is always tricky. And Omaha Steaks makes it really easy to send friends and family a truly unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to, um, for your order, and you can get the perfect gift package. Uh, for $9, $99.99, you get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, uh, chicken breasts and sides, desserts, and so much more. All you have to do is use the promo code NHL, and you'll get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers by entering the promo code NHL. omahasteaks.com, promo code NHL. All right, so back here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, once again, I'm Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlik right beside me over there, um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, on this live post-game live show. Um, once Ooh. again, Arizona Coyotes with the one nothing win over the Winnipeg Jets. And Carl, I mean, I have, we have to mention it, that um, obviously because the Coyotes won, let's give a shout out to the man who actually scored to make sure this actually <laughs> was a win in yeah. Anton Roussel. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it it was definitely one of those things where I'm like, we are going to talk a lot about Vimelka because he did a lot. 
But Roussel got the goal, and he did it by crashing the net. It was great to see. Uh, really liked it. This was, um, I mean, we've been talking about that kind of style as the style that we're that we're noticing is Andre Torne's style. That's what he wants to see. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, it, it's great to see like the the bottom six players kind of step up. We we saw that kind of a lot lately. The Coyotes, their top offense was clearly having some problems getting anything going, and. That leaves kind of space open for Roussel. Um, I believe he's – is he considered the third line or the fourth line for the Coyotes? I think he's like, – I think he kind of rotates between the two. So, like – Yeah. Just call him a bottom six. Bottom forward. six. Yeah. Getting that kind of offense, that was great to see. Um, I really like that centering pass from Erickson. Um, I honestly was kind of – at first, I thought it may have gone in off the Winnipeg player, but eh, gave it to Roussel. Can't say he didn't deserve it. Absolutely. Um, and he he was the only one that scored with, um, as as mentioned, the uh, the assist to Erickson and and Lebushkin. Uh, and that's really the only again the only scoring because it was a one nothing game. So, Carl, you and I were both right in saying that this game is going to be under. Um, yep. And we were both right saying the Kyrie's would cover. You actually said that they would win. I said they wouldn't. Actually, but I was right in saying how much the Kyrie would score. Yeah. What did I say? Like two, three. Um, you, said, you, you said you, you said yeah. You said three to two Coyotes win, and I said two to one Jets win. Which I mean, just looking at kind of what happened, that was like just. Way too optimistic about the Coyotes' offensive chances for this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, they had 15 total shots on goal. Can you imagine if they had gotten three goals on that? That would have been... Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the Jets fans would have rioted. Because they were getting quite upset towards the end. Winnipeg is probably leaving the... Uh, what is it? The Bell MTS Center is what they call it now, right? Um, they're leaving that 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 leaving that arena very frustrated, extremely yeah. frustrated. Because definitely, let's be honest, everyone. This game should have we we should be talking about a Coyotes loss. But we absolutely not. should have. <laughs> yes, um, it is the thing I really like about hockey is sometimes the team that deserves to win doesn't. Um, it's a great just kind of like. Uh, flip on what should be a narrative feeling where you like can do everything right and still fall behind. And that was the Winnipeg Jets. Like it seemed like they were taking like one too many passes and by the end just second guessing themselves after moment after moment. They had a four minute power play in the final five minutes of a one zero loss and they still couldn't make it happen against the coyotes. Oh, I don't know how. I don't... Yeah, and it's not like the Coyotes have an excellent penalty kill either. No, we don't. <laughs> and it was essentially their second, uh, like, four straight minutes in the game because during the uh, earlier in the third period, uh, I thought that would have been the second, but no. Like, 5-10, Clayton Keller takes a tripping call. 7-11, one second after they kill that, 
Travis Boyd gets called for a hooking. Like they had all the opportunities in the world to make it happen, and they didn't. Uh, this could be the kind of game where you look back and someone was fired because of it. Yeah, who's in charge of of of, uh, of power play? Um, then yeah. <laughs> that person's gone. Uh, I mean, the Jets aren't are having a rough patch. Montreal just uh, just let everyone go. Who knows what could happen? Montreal did clean house. Let's see if the uh, Winnipeg Jets do the same thing. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I think it might be a little too early for them. Um, yeah, but. I, I'm not. I'm not going to suggest anyone's in the hot seat, despite the fact that the Jets are now in our division. I don't have too great a handle on them uh, just yet, but I don't know. We we sometimes see losses that are just existential dread for franchises. And losing to the Coyotes like that has to be one of those things that keeps you up at night. Well, I mean, let's put it this way: um, if you were watch, if you were watching, like when the Coyotes got their first win over Seattle, if you were watching our friend Erica yell over at Lockdown Kraken, she was frustrated, extremely <laughs> frustrated about the Coyotes winning that game because Seattle let that happen. Um, now, I, now I'm curious to see what Harrison is thinking right now. Over at Locked On Jets, he's probably very frustrated. <laughs> yeah, like I can't imagine like anyone from the Winnipeg and uh, has just like anything positive to say about this. Uh, like, it's it's one of those like you can't be like, yeah, we 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 did everything that we should have done. We should have won that one uh, because that just sounds like sour grapes, but. They're absolutely right. They they should have won that game. Um, and the Coyotes got the win. They they probably have lost games that they deserve to win this season already. So yeah, that's kind of how it all balances out. Welcome to the National Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, I I honestly like that final penalty. I thought was just too much uh, when Strollman was called for interference with eight seconds left uh heavy air quotes on that for the for the listening audience because that was was that the one where i think um uh tyson nash was like there should have been an embellishment call there too yeah yeah that was the one and looking at it like that replay morrissey is there's, just there's, like there, morrissey yeah, should have gotten should have gotten called for embellishment um yeah let's be real here he was spinning out of control. Like he wanted to make sure that that call happened, but like that's the kind of moment where you're like, "Ah, oh, did they come this far to lose it in the final eight seconds?" And that's just a very Coyotes thing to have happen. So I'm always expecting that to to be the case. But but no, they they did it. They managed to to pull out the win. It was great to see. They did manage to pull out the win once again. The final score: Arizona Coyotes one. The Winnipeg Jets, nothing, despite the Jets putting on 46 shots on net. We still got more to get to on this post-game show of Locked On Coyotes. It's time to take a look ahead to the Minnesota Wild, because that game is the second of the back-to-back. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, I want to let you guys know that Bet Online has you covered all season, more props, Odds and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website 
to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, uh, so let's go now and let's take a, uh, a, uh, a thought forward now. Let's move forward. Um, yes, we love talking about the Coyotes winning because it makes us feel at least a little bit better. Yeah. But now we got another side of these things. It's the Coyotes against the Wild. This is going to be a lot more of a difficult matchup. Um, yes. And the 46 shots on net we thought was difficult. Let's see what might happen against the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Um, like, just kind of for context, I think this is a really good situation because the Wild recently played the Winnipeg Jets. Um, so we're getting kind of an idea of what they would be like. Um, this past Friday, the Wild beat the Jets 7-1. to one. So... That's a lot compared to the Coyotes, who just managed to squeak by with a 1-0 victory. Uh, so... <sighs> oh I know. It, it's it's such a like great comparison, and it's so depressing. I mean, these teams play differently? Question mark. So <laughs> maybe we'll see something different? Sure, yeah. We're trying to be as uh, we're trying to be as optimistic as possible here. I mean, we know we know we're in a rebuilding year, but optimism helps boost. What's the term I'm looking for? Uh, morale. There we go. Yeah, yeah. a little morale. Um, <laughs> you kind of want that, right? Yeah. That actually reminds me. Um, I went hiking with a friend on Thanksgiving, and. There was a guy with a shirt with the classic pirate phrase on it. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Uh, and I feel like it's that kind of situation sometimes with the Coyotes. Um, but I think that this is going to be kind of a different game for for the Arizona. Uh, I think they're going to come in with some confidence. They like squeaked out a win. Like That changes how you play, how you see yourself. It does change how you see yourself. And um, you know, I think, I mean, last time it was against the, they went against the wild. I think they got another, there was another win under their belt too. I think, was that right before the, let me take a look, take a look back. Yes. That was right after they beat the Kraken. Mm. I mean, obviously that was more time in between. That was like, um, four days in between. Yeah. But, uh, Maybe so. Maybe a back-to-back kind of gives maybe the momentum stays because it's like, oh, this just happened yesterday. We know the freshness of the win, and it feels good. Yeah, it, it could be. Um, one player who I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen is Christian Fisher. Uh, Fisher returned tonight. Uh, he was pretty good against um, uh, against the the Jets. Uh, two shots on goal like some of the better coyotes chances, but I think we've seen bear likes to like sit players for back to backs. Uh, in addition to goalies, he's fresh from an injury. So I'm kind of curious to see if Fisher gets the tap or if he ends up in the press box just to not kind of rush things too much. 
That makes sense. Um, I mean, that's the way easiest way to go, right? Um, I tried checking to see if uh, Bet Online has their odds available tomorrow for tomorrow's game yet, um, and they do not. They have a bunch of other games available right now for tomorrow's games, but they do not have the Coyotes versus Wild yet. And I'm curious to see what that would even look like. Uh, I mean, just. From everything I can say about sports, I'm betting the Wild are the favorites. Uh, I mean, but... yeah, that's not that'd be the obvious one. Yeah. Um, question is, are we gonna bet puck line here, or because um, I'm assuming it's to be one and a half because that's how it normally is. Yeah. Then probably five and a half or six or six, which. I mean, given the Coyotes are coming off a 1-0 win, like probably five and a half, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Because the odds aren't available yet, I don't know which I want to pick because obviously, you know, money talks. Yeah. I think... I will say this. I think the Wild have a lot more like offensive weapons who are able to like go right now. Uh, and they have just a much better track record against the coyotes in recent memory. Right. So uh, I, I think Arizona is going to make things interesting. I think they're going to be able to like get a little bit more offensive zone time. So I'm probably going to go with like a five, three wild victory. Five three. Okay. Um I'll say four two wild victory. Okay. So we're both kind of think- thinking the same thing. Which... Same margin of victory over five and a half. So um give take that as you will. The note line's not available yet by the time of this recording and time of this live show. But to those who do want to bet, if you are that kind of person, um, and you want to take our advice, if you want, if you really want to, that is how we feel this game will go. Yeah, um, and it'll definitely be interesting. I am always kind of curious to see how teams handle back to backs because it is such a like it's a thing that you need to deal with in hockey, and the Coyotes have had to deal with quite a few this month uh i wonder if they're kind of like prepared for it in a way that you know other teams aren't uh i just i i don't like their chances against the minnesota wild in general i certainly don't like them on a back and back in the second game no i mean because they have to travel too i mean yeah they do have to travel but let's also put it this way um i do have a little bit more faith that because of the way this goes, and it's because of the back-to-back. Like, again, I love uh, – um, the, the, here's one of the things I love about um, Torne's system is he's not going to be that person that's going to start a goaltender back-to-back. No, he, he does not seem like that. Um, he's not going to say – he's not going to make the Rick Tockett mistake and start a goaltender's 10 straight. Um no. Like I said, he he does seem to show like a, a penchant for resting both goalies and skaters. Um, yeah, that's a, and and you know what? That's a good thing. Yeah, like 
it, I don't want to see Christian Fisher like reaggravate an injury, uh, especially since, like I said, I thought he had a really good game and he had two of the Coyotes' very few shots on goal. So he was doing something right. Yeah. And obviously, you know, your top players are always going to play in the game. Like they're barely going to get any rest. You know, Jacob Chikrin is always going to be on the, um, um, always going to be, uh, suited up. Clayton Keller is always going to be suited up unless they are injured. Um, yeah. But um, I, I do like the fact that um, that Tournay is giving both the skaters and goalies rest. So let's expect to see Wedgie. Not Veggie, great performance today, but we'll see Wedgie tomorrow. <laughs> Wedgie and Veggie. Uh, uh, did you see that the Coyotes did say uh, Veggie uh, on the Twitter? So no more Milkman. No more Milkman. So Veggie it is. And yeah. like, so we got Veggie and Wedgie. You got the bear pair. We got things going here. Veggie and Wedgie. Uh, it's my favorite buddy cop movie from the 70s. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, anyways. You have our predictions, everyone. Um, we don't think the Coyotes will will continue this win. It's just hard to uh, to uh, bet against the the uh, Minnesota Wild at this point. But hey, anything can happen. Remember, yep. we're talking about the National Hockey League here. Anything can happen. So take what we say still with a grain of salt, even though we are some media experts here. Okay, it's why you gotta play the games because. You know, as we saw tonight, a hot goaltender can steal a game. Exactly. But you know what? That is going to be it for us on this episode of Locked on Coyotes. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. So thanks for those who, who tuned in to our uh, uh, live show on YouTube, as well as on Facebook at facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We On Twitter, we are at OO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. It's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Once again... Don't forget to inter- you know you can interact with us, ask us a question you might have, we might answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's show. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy, and don't forget to howl on. Ah!